Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick? And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you remember where we are and how we got here and what the hell is up? Well, we are in Isaiah, and we just finished chapter 36. Correct. And I gotta be honest, I'm struggling here, but I think there was a lot of, um, I, help okay, me out, help me you, out here, yeah. It was a re-up of what happened in Second Kings. That's right. When um, the king of Assyria sent his main man to go talk shit. Yeah, the and- Assyrians had just, like taken down a lot of their other cities and they had surrounded Jerusalem yeah. and and then the guys went out to meet them and they were talking shit about everything and they were like don't talk in that language and they, they were can, like you know whatever keep it on the down right. low you're scaring the peoples and dude was like fuck you I'll shout it right right yeah and he he actually did some good talk shit yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it then, was and it was a lot more detail than was in second kings so yeah. it was actually it would have been nice to have back when we read that, which yeah. I did in our podcast. I did link to those other episodes that oh, it was in. Oh, good, because sometimes we was, forget. Yeah, and it was, was it Second 18 King or nineteen. It was Second Kings eighteen and nineteen. Oh, okay. So it kind of goes through both of those. I didn't realize it was both of them. Yeah, I I knew like I tracked it down to one or the other, but I didn't realize it was both. Yep, yep. Um, before we get into what we're doing today. I did have a shout out I want to give here to a new patron. Ooh. Yeah. So they joined our Patreon as under the name I'm Anita Soul. Which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm Anita is just a neat name, but then you add right. Soul to the end of no, that. No, it took me a minute to actually get it because I was like, what? That's a really cool name. But then I was like, Soul. And then I'm Anita. Oh, yeah. I'm Anita Soul. I'm Anita Soul. Uh, yeah. Okay. I got it. Um, but their name is actually Terry D. And we wanted to really thank them immensely for joining as a new patron. Terry D, thank you. And um, we just can never really appreciate you enough. I mean, what you do for us by joining as a patron really helps keep this thing going, pays for the things that we need to have paid for. And 
I mean, it just means so much to us and helps us out so much. It's true. We are just ever grateful. Definitely. So thank you, definitely. Terry, very yeah, much. Thank you, Terry, very, very much. Um, that being said, we just finished uh, Isaiah chapter 36, which Correct. means that today we're going to be getting into Isaiah chapter 37. All right, let's do this. Okie dokie. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, we are hopping into chapter 37 of Isaiah. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. When King Hezekiah heard this, Okay, you know, yeah. When they, when they were bitching and they yeah. came back, like, this is what they were saying, man. And, yeah, because they were like, that guy, he cussed God and then he cussed our people. Right. And they have us surrounded. Yeah. And they want us to just give up. Right. And go with them quietly. Into yeah, the and night. he says you're full of shit, basically. Right. <laughs> so when he King Hezekiah heard this from his dudes, he tore his clothes and put on sackcloth. And went into the temple of the Lord. Mm. So he was distraught. Okay. And that's kind of cool. The first thing he did was like, I'm going to go to God. Right. I mean, he didn't really think, when he sent them out there, he didn't really think they were just going to like walk away, did he? I have no idea what dude thought. Because, I mean, they surrounded the fucking city. Right, right. I, I don't think that that usually means they're just going to walk away. Well, I think that they had brought like money or something like that. Oh, like to say, like please don't them. kill us or something. I see. Like, I seem to recall that was kind of a thing, or they were going to negotiate something. Got it. And um, Assyrian Or they were trying king, to, like, say, like, our God says you're going to get screwed, so you, yeah. need to, you need to get bent and go away. Yeah. Either that or take our money. Right. Yeah. One of the two. Right. Okay. So the king, he has Hezekiah. Oh, you know what? I have a thing to say about he went into the temple of the Lord. Like, there was some controversy when I was reading that because he's not supposed to go into the actual temple. Oh. Like, based back early on when they were, like, building all of these things. Like, you're not supposed to physically enter the house of the Lord unless you're, like, a Levite or a... Oh, um, right. Yeah. Priest. 
Okay. And so they apologists were like, Ugh, it wasn't the actual temple. It was like the waiting lobby or, you know, <laughs> the, the outer part of it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Whatever. It doesn't say that, but okay. Right. Like, it's such a silly point to argue that I don't. I don't know why anybody would be like, they're not supposed to go in there. And then I don't know why anybody else would be like, it's not what it meant. Well, if you're if you're talking about exactness of phrases and stuff, True. then I mean, True. I guess it matters. But to me, that doesn't really, I don't give a shit. I don't Whatever. either. Like, uh, let me be in charge of what's important and what's not. Yeah. 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 Okay. He sent Eliakim, the palace administrator, Shebna, the secretary, and the leading priests, all wearing sackcloth, to the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos. So first he went to the temple and he prayed, and then he went to the man speaking for God. Well, he sent his he people. He sent his dudes, yeah. yeah. They told him, this is what Hezekiah says. Okay, so the dudes are speaking for, for Hezekiah. Hezekiah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of people I speaking know. for other people. It's true, it's true. This day is a day of distress and rebuke and disgrace, as when children come to the moment of birth and there is no strength to deliver them. Oh. Yeah. Well, that that actually right. happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> my, my child got stuck. Yeah. They didn't want to come out. Right. <laughs> it may be that the Lord your God will hear the words of the field commander, whom his master, the king of Assyria, has sent to ridicule the living God, and that he will rebuke him for the words the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, pray for the remnant that still survives. So... King Hezekiah is like saying, I mean, hopefully God overheard that whole conversation. Yeah. And we'll give him the smackdown, but we can't do anything about that either way. So we're just going to pray for whatever the few that, survivors. Sure. Okay. Which that makes sense. Okay. I mean, but um, wait, is, this is, this is the, is this what Isaiah is saying? Or is this what the, the no, people this are going is, to Isaiah are the saying? The guys are speaking for Hezekiah. They're oh, like, okay, okay. they're like, Hey, Isaiah, Hezekiah wanted us to tell you that those guys were assholes. And um, King Hezekiah is, like, hoping that God overheard that. But either way, he's like, we need to pray. And, you know, you're the man of God, Isaiah. So can you help like, us out here? We, we need you to pray right, to right. God for the Put people. like a, a, a really important, you know, note right, on this or something. Right, like urgent. Yeah. You know, when King Hezekiah's officials came to Isaiah, Isaiah said to them, tell your master, this is what the Lord says. <laughs> so yeah, we're playing. It's like a game of telephone. What about if the Lord and Hezekiah talk to each other? You know? Right? That seems like it'd be a lot more efficient. Like, cut the middle, man. Right. Why? Why? Yeah. Just why? Isaiah said to them, tell your master, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid of what you have heard. Those words with which the underlings of the king of Assyria has blaf have blasphemed me. So God did hear it. Mm, yeah. He was fine with his people getting blasphemed, but don't But you, not God. Don't you not blaspheme him. God because yeah. he is a uppity bitch. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna eat you up now. Yes. Listen, he says. When he hears a certain report, a certain report, I will make him want to return to his own country. And there I will have him cut down with a sword. Boom. Wow. What do you think yeah. of that? I mean, yeah, that's not good for them. He's like, God is, Isaiah is telling them, God got you. You right, don't worry. Right. Yeah. Which I don't know how I feel about that. I yeah. I mean, it this doesn't sound 
I don't know. It, it feels like they've already lost here. Yeah. So I, I have a hard time believing that this is like any type of a historical account. Right. If these people really did take over like this whole area and then had Jerusalem surrounded the way they're talking about, uh-huh. there's no fucking way. Didn't you see Sparta? <laughs> <laughs> when the field commander heard that the king of Assyria had left Lachish, he withdrew and found the king fighting against Limna. Now, Sennacherib received a report that Terika, the king of Cush, was marching out to fight against him. When he heard it, he sent messengers to Hezekiah with this word. Say to Hezekiah, king of Judah, do not let the God you depend on deceive you when he says Jerusalem will not be given into the hands of the king of Assyria. So he's like, these guys are coming to get me, but still, like... Don't don't you be thinking that your God's on your side. He's on my side. Okay. All right. Surely you have heard what the So these are these are competing ideas here, right? Is that what we're No, 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 no. There's other nations that are now coming against um hold on. King of Cush was marching. These other guys are coming to against the king of Assyria now. Okay. And but I thought they were going to get in trouble for off, for asking for help from other nations, too. They so, didn't ask for help from other oh, nations. Oh, they just, they just showed up. Correct. Okay. Well, right. they, didn't, they didn't show up to help Hezekiah. They're just like, hey, while these guys are at war with each other, let's war them, too. Okay. So they're like, get them. Sure. And so um, Sineshirab is like, well, don't be fooled into thinking that this is like good god's not really on your side you fuck faces right right when the field commander heard that the king of assyria had left lashish oh i just read that sorry now sanishirab received her oh i just read that too <laughs> sorry okay when he heard that they were marching to fight against him he sent messengers oh yeah say to the king of his i i keep i didn't realize how far back i had scrolled sorry okay jerusalem will not be given into the hands of the king of assyria okay okay Surely you have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all the countries, destroying them completely. And will you be delivered? Did the gods of the nations that were destroyed by my predecessors deliver them? The gods of Gozan, Haran, Rezeph, and the people of Eden who were in Telassar? Mm. Oh, Eden. Wow. Huh? What? Where is the king of Hamath or the king of Arpad? Where are the kings of Lair, Sepharvaim, Henna, Iva? If I Has, had to guess, I'd say dead. Yeah. Or enslaved. Yeah. Like, basically, all these various little gods mean nothing. Like, right. I'm not worried about them. Yeah. Yeah. Hezekiah received the letter from the messengers and read it. Then he went up to the temple of the Lord and spread it out before the Lord, because the Lord can only read it if you... <laughs> if you take it up really high yeah. and then spread it out. And he's like... Put on your monocle. (laughs) And Hezekiah prayed to the Lord, Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, enthroned between the cherubim. You alone are God over all the kingdoms of the earth, even though the majority of them have never heard of you and don't know anything about you. Right, right. Okay. You have made heaven and earth, but you didn't, though. Give ear, Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, Lord, and see. Listen to all the words Sennacherib has sent to ridicule the living God. It is true, Lord, that the Assyrian kings have laid waste all these peoples and their lands. 
They have thrown their gods into the fire and destroyed them, for they were not gods, but only wood and stone fashioned by human hands. Mm. Now, Lord, our God, deliver us from his hand so that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you, Lord, are the only God. Okay. That's a strong he's like, prayer, he's like, actually. Prove yourself. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's a strong prayer. Right. I, I kind of like that's showing your faith. Like, I respect yeah. that, honestly. Right. Like, you're about to get beat. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> then Isaiah, son of Amos. So Isaiah, you know, the prophet. prophet, Yeah. Sent a message to Hezekiah, the king. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Because God is too much of a little bitch to come talk to you himself. He told me to tell you. Right. Because you have prayed to me concerning Sennacherib, king of Assyria, this is the word the Lord has spoken against him. Okay, are okay. you following this? I, yeah. He's like... The God's now speaking against the king of Assyria. Yeah. He's like, God heard prayer, him. Because of the prayer that Hezekiah did. And now God is telling Isaiah to tell Hezekiah that through He's like, him. I heard them and I read your letter. <laughs> you see, again, it all seems very inefficient. Yes. Yes. So. That's not very... Um, practical no for a god who's supposed to be perfect. especially when you have enemies like right outside your walls you right know? at the gates enemies like, they're, at they're the here. gate they're here yeah virgin daughter zion despises and mocks you daughter jerusalem tosses her head as you flee who is it you have ridiculed and blasphemed against whom have you raised your voice and lifted your eyes in pride against the holy one of israel how dare you fucking insult me, you bastards. But is this Isaiah saying this to them, For, the Assyrians? No, he's he's, he's still telling... talking to Hezekiah. Okay. okay. And he's speaking for the Lord. Got it. By your messengers, you because he's telling Hezekiah to tell them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. By your messengers. Um, so he's going to send his people again. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have ridiculed. Hezekiah is going to send his people again. Yeah. Sorry. By your messengers, you have ridiculed, ridiculed the Lord. Oh, wait, no. He's talking about Assyria. Yes. But he's talking to... Oh. He, Isaiah is speaking for the Lord, talking to Hezekiah, saying, send, send your guys to talk to... No. Sennacherib. No. No, he, that's not what it's saying at all. What? It's saying he's talking about Assyria okay. and the messengers that he okay, sent listen, to them. Listen. Then Isaiah, son of Amos, sent a message to Hezekiah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Because you have prayed to me concerning Sennacherib, king of Assyria, this is the word the Lord has spoken against him. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'm still with you. Virgin daughter Zion despises and mocks you. Daughter Jerusalem tosses her head as you flee. Who is it you have ridiculed and blasphemed? Against whom have you raised your voice and lifted your eyes in pride? Against the Holy One of Israel. By your messengers, you have ridiculed the Lord, and you have said, With my many chariots, I have ascended the heights of the mountains, the utmost heights of Lebanon. Oh, so he was. So this is the message they're sending back that they have yes. a, a, that they have ridiculed them through their messengers. Yes. Okay. There's just too many fucking messengers. Yes. I'm having trouble keeping track of it all. I know. Well, he didn't like specifically change his like and tell Hezekiah tell the messengers. I just like. It understood that when he said, by the words you guys have said, you messengers of whatever. Right, right. So you were just supposed to, like, 
just know it. Yeah. And that's hard. when. Well, it, it's just not clear. It's not clear. I have cut down its of Lebanon. I have cut down its tallest cedars, the choicest of its junipers. I have reached its remotest heights, the finest of its forests. I have dug wells in forests in foreign lands and drunk the water there. With the soles of my feet, I have dried up all the streams of Egypt. Mm. Have you not heard? Long ago, I ordained it. In days of old, I planned it. Now I have brought it to pass that you have turned fortified cities into piles of stone. Their people, drained of power, are dismayed and put to shame. They are like plants in the field, like tender green shoots, like grass sprouting on the roof, scorched before it grows up. But I know where you are and when you come and go and how you rage against me. Because you rage against me, because your insolence has reached my ears, I will put my hook in your nose and my bit in your mouth, and I will make you return by the way you motherfucking came. He was doing that to his own people, though. You remember he was putting yeah. the bit in the Is- yeah. Israeli's mouth. But now he's doing it to Assyria, so it's good. I guess, to, yeah. To Nusharam, so, right. it, so we cheer now. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> JK, JK, JK. Yeah. This will be the sign. Oh, he's talking back to Hezekiah now. Okay. okay. Yeah. Isaiah, speaking for God, is now talking to, directing the message to Hezekiah. Okay. Okay. This will be the sign for you, Hezekiah. Okay. This year you will eat what grows by itself, and the second year what springs from that. But in the third year, sow and reap, plant vineyards, and eat their fruit. Once more, a remnant of the kingdom of Judah will take root below and bear fruit above. For out of Jerusalem will come a remnant, and out of Mount Zion, a band of survivors. So he's basically saying, yes, you all got destroyed except for this little group of you this here remnant. in Jerusalem. Yeah. And and you're all going to grow back out of here and become something again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All again. Right. Again. right. Again and again and again and yeah. again. Right. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning the king of Assyria. He will not enter this city or shoot an arrow here. He will not come before it with shield or build a siege ramp against it. By the way that he came, he will return. He will not enter this city, declares the Lord. I will defend this city and save it for my sake and for the sake of David, my servant. Because remember, he had said descendants of David will sit on the throne forever. Right, right. Then the angel of the Lord, oh, it wasn't the Lord anymore. It's the angel okay. of the Lord. All right. The angel of the Lord went out and put to death 185,000 in the Assyrian camp. Wow. That's, remember that? Yeah. I yeah. do remember that. But I thought last time. But that's time not was, turning them back the way they came. That's just killing them all. And I thought it was 165, but now it's 185. They never but get I'm, math right in the book. In and the Bible. I'm bad with numbers. So it, yeah. that could be on me. Sure. When but, the, huh? But that's just like. But, Boom! Dead. Yeah. What? And and we talked we talked about this at the time when we read it the first time, and it was it was just baff like what the it fuck came, happened? It came out of the blue like oh you just killed a population. Well, like there, there's not a lot of other times in the Bible where God specifically specifically wipes out kills an entire groups of people like with snap of a finger. Right. Right. Like no, it's usually done by some army that he's you know a tool. Yeah, a tool. Yeah. So this is one of the few times where. 
an angel of the Lord or the Lord, whatever, right, chooses to just vanquish an army, right. It's really interesting. Yeah, and and the, it, you would think that that would, I, that would resonate. I think still today. You know, right. like uh, that, outside of the Bible. If that actually happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, There'd I, be like some like what the fuck type stuff going on. Like, like what happened? 165,000 fucking people just right. killed over dead. What? Yeah. That would be odd. Right. <laughs> when the people got up the next morning, there were all the dead bodies. Oh, that's Man, that's not good. That is not. I don't want to be there for that. No. I'm no. not on that detail. Right. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, broke camp and withdrew. He returned to Nineveh and stayed there. One day, while he was worshipping in the temple of his god Nisroch, his sons, Adramelech and Sherezer, yeah, killed him with the sword. Son of a bitch. And they escaped to the land of Ararat. And Asaradon, his son, succeeded him as king. Mm. The end. Okay. Yeah. He had a rough time there. Yep. Huh. Well, I mean, and and I'm that one. I'm just not going to attribute to God at all because no. if you he lost a battle, obviously, right? That this is what's actually being discussed here. He lost a battle, right? And obviously, that culture was very much about showing strength, right? Yes. So when he lost a battle, and if he lost a battle, if this really happened at some level, like somebody beat him in in war, right? He was weak in the eyes of other people, so they. Killed him, and then they took power. Right, that's exactly. the way things worked. Right, exactly. But yeah, I just, I, I, I'd really like to know if this does match up in any way whatsoever to like any type of historical event. I don't think it does, but it would be like that would be something I'd be interested in looking into for the Q and A, possibly. Q and A, baby. Right? Yeah, because it's just it's such a it's such a crazy event. Right. It's such a big. Amount of people that die at the hand of God. 165,000 people. I thought they said 185 in there. Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. A large amount of people. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I would just be curious. So, all right. Um, do you have anything else for us today? I do not have anything else for us today. Awesome. Well, that was Isaiah chapter 37. It sure as fuck was. Which means that we'll be back tomorrow with Isaiah chapter 38. All right. We'll see you then. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. 
Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.